are now listening. You're now listening to the Students of Success podcast, podcast. with Jack Lee Matthews. Sharing stories to help you find your version of success. Of success. Welcome in today, you guys. We have a very special guest. I wanted to bring her on. This is actually the very first lady that we have on, and I'm very excited. Uh, her name is uh, Dr. Erin Haskell, and she is out of Los Angeles, California, and she's somebody that I've been following for many years, and I wanted to bring her on because of the message that she wanted to present. So, Erin, welcome in, and uh, maybe you can introduce yourself because I can't do justice for you, so maybe you can, you know, people that have never heard of you, can you maybe introduce them, you know, to you? Sure, Jack, thank you so much for having me today. I'm Dr. Aaron, I'm actually Dr. Divinity, which means that basically I know everything. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm the founder and CEO of Soul Society, which is a community where we develop uh, spiritual coaches and uh, spiritual leaders and help them bring their businesses online. I'm also the founder of Good Morning La La Land and um, international best-selling author and uh, global peace winner 2016 and so on and so forth so i'm just a regular woman girl grown up to be a woman and uh, just having the best life possible wow well i saw that you won an award that oprah won so i don't know about just ordinary woman can you do that <laughs> Oh, yeah. So I am actually in what's called the New Thought Movement. So it's really uh, the movement that is um, understand the power of our mind, understanding the power that be that we are, and uh, involved with about 1,500 centers that are all in that movement. There are not necessarily religious, but bring in the philosophies and the religion and really understanding that it's all one thing going on, which is all directing energy here to have heaven or hell on earth. So we have, uh, I just was awarded the Wisdom Walden Award, which is a total honor. They award about three to five people a year. And Oprah was one of those people. Um, Michael Beckwith, Rick Braden. I don't know if people know those names, but they're huge in, in my industry. So it was an honor. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, well, of course, let me ask you this, um, you know, knowing what you know, what, what would you think is like the, you know, step one for people that just don't know, what would you say? Yeah, I mean, I think that right now is a real trying time. So I want to acknowledge everybody, no matter what they're going through, whether it be stressful times or fear, they, you know, are fearing that they either lost their job or they're fearing that they aren't going to have their job or they're not understanding, you know, what they're going to do with their career. Primarily a lot of fear around money right now. Also the uncertainties of the world, the unknowing of if we're gonna go into a deep depression um, you know, economically or what's gonna happen. And I think the first thing is to just really recognize that there are, there's, there's lessons, that life is a school and that no matter what you're going through, whatever's hard or anything, that it's all for our development. It's actually all for our growth. So as hard as it looks right now out in the world, that we have to really trust that it shifts us, right? I'm sure like you and like everybody watching, if you're going through hard times at all, it does a few things. One, it shifts our values to have us realize what really matters to us, the people in our lives, our health, you know, just the basics. It gets us back to life. 
And when we get back to life and get back to our core, kind of what really matters, then we can begin to build upon what really matters to us. So the first step I think is going inside and realizing what really matters to us. Can you just speak to more of that a little bit? Sure. So, you know, right now, basically people are dealing with um, money issues. They're dealing, they're also dealing with a lot of codependency issues because they're stuck in their homes and they're like, you know, getting in arguments and maybe even in really dysfunctional relationships, or maybe they're dealing with addiction because they're stuck in the house. Like, well, let's just have some more booze or some drugs or whatever it is, or some more porn or whatever it is, um, health issues, so on. And really, it's really all just one thing going on, which is avoiding what really needs to be dealt with, which is, is that we're here in this incredible thing called life to express the highest version of ourselves, to really experience the depths of our soul and form. And we've been programmed that it's really all this material world and we should be happy if we manifest this or if we get this, we get the better relationship with the bigger house or the seven figure you know, company, then, then it'll all work out. But the reality is that we don't get to keep any of that stuff. So all that stuff can feel really unshakable if that's what you're basing your happiness or your joy or your identity off of, it's gonna, excuse my French, but it's gonna F you up, you know what I mean? So we have to get to a basis within ourselves that is unshakable, no matter what the economic you know, situation is, unshakable whether our relationship is good or whether someone breaks up us or whatever, cheats or does whatever. We have to get to that place where we become our own best friend and where we really know that we're here doing what we love to do for the highest good and that Things can come and go a little bit, but when we get into that grounding, then we can begin to actually build. It's like building a great house and not having the foundation under it. Like it's, you just, your house is just not going to be a great house. Yeah. Sometimes it gets knocked down by the next storm and you're like, well, shit, let's actually build this house correctly this time. So right now in the world is a time that the universe is like, let's build your house right this time. Mm, that's good. That's really good. It's really important. That's a very good. Uh, point that you bring up because I think a lot of people do build on you know uh, sand and you want to build on a rock you want to build on a solid foundation something that you yeah. can you know be, be proud of and also that will last over the time you know over the time um, one of the things that I want to ask you as well is like these people that are feeling like stuck like you know most of us are feeling right now um, can you just speak to that and it's like when when you're stuck you know knowing what you know and knowing where your source comes from can you just talk to that a little bit Sure. Yeah. We just actually went over that today in one of the group coaching calls. So usually being stuck means, or being kind of, you start getting apathetic. So usually it's like, you're kind of frustrated. You get a little upset. You're a little sad, a little fearful. And then you go into apathy and then you're just like, I'm stuck. Like I can't, like, I don't know. What's the point? Like I'm just stuck. I'm waiting. Right. So what that is actually is that's a consideration. You're such a powerful spiritual being. We're so powerful that the moment we actually consider ourselves to not be able to be the cause of life, we actually create ourselves to be in, in, disempowered. Okay. That's how powerful you are. That's how powerful I am. That's how powerful, right? So feeling stuck is a consideration that we can't be the cause of life. So we keep creating ourselves, you know, the effect of life. I'm a, the effect of life. I'm the effect of life. And sure enough, then we feel like, well, why am I stuck? I can't do anything. Right. So we have to really understand that we're in this great game of life. Like imagine you're in a, in a, um, in a, a, a digital game on, 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 on your computer. And if it was just easy, you would just fly through it and you'd be like, cool, I won on the top of whatever game. It'd be like, no big deal. Yeah. But like when there's all these obstacles and you got to get to this level and it's really hard and you finally get to the next level and then you finally get to the next level, 
that's kind of like what's going on. All these obstacles, do you know that the most millionaires and billionaires will be made in depressions and recessions more than, you know, great economical times. So it's almost like life factor is challenging all of us right now. It's like, will you pivot? Will you innovate? Will you bust through, you know, lifting these hundred thousand, you know, pound weights because that's what it's going to take. So it's really a development. So if you're stuck right now, it's okay to not beat yourself up about being stuck. But at some point in time, you're going to have to realize that you have to actually take your power back. And how you do that is by acknowledging all the times you handed your power over to life. Mm. I handed my power over to this pandemic. I had my power over when I was watching the news every day and getting into fear. I had my power over when I thought I could only do what I did before my work. I had my power over again. And you start recognizing where you did that and you reclaim your power and then you decide I'm going to prevail. It's really power decision. It's decision, power decision made in an instant. You can decide right now. Right now is where it stops. Right now is where it stops, where I stop being stuck. Right now, I don't know how but I'm gonna, I'm gonna do whatever it takes to not be stuck anymore. Love that. It's very, very powerful to, to make that decision, right? To just decide. And once you decide, everything else will kind of take care of itself and fall into place. We just have to decide, yeah. hey, this is what I'm gonna do. Can yeah, we you- call it outlining. We, we're not supposed to like just figure out how. You don't figure out how, that's called outlining. Yeah. That's up to kind of our higher power and inspiration, action, and, and trusting the process, but we don't figure out how. Yeah, the house kind of irrelevant, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. What would you say? Do you think that the why is important? Why the you're doing why, the why is the most important. Yeah, yep. And we birth usually people's why and their their missions around the suffering that they've gone through. So generally, um, the formula for birthing your purpose is taking all your suffering, turn it into the triumph. So it's triumph plus your skill set plus your passions equals your your purpose. So it's really important to get clear of what your why is. You know, mm-hmm. why, why do you want to make a difference in that world? Why do you, because otherwise, if it's just about money, it's, you know, it will, it'll, it'll have ups and downs. But if you have a why and a legacy, then you will be able to prevail no matter what. I love that. I love it about the legacy part. You know, that's one thing that for me over here on my end, you know, that I'm trying to do with Fans Plan is I'm trying to, you know, I don't know how much time I have left, right? None of us do. Yep. And it's about, you know, how much can I get done in this time? How much can I show people, you know, that the, the smartphone has connected us all, right? The internet never sleeps, right? And, and that we're just all connected, right? And we all are, you know, right now, especially like you spoke to, like everybody is looking around, right? Because of uncertainty and these kind of things. Mm-hmm. And I think that is very important to, to know that the world around you is changing, right? Can you speak to that a little bit? Like when the world around you is changing, like how do you know, like, like, hey, I should do this. How do you know? It's mm, a great, we're just talking about that as well. Intuition, intuition. And it is said even Harvard that uh, two of the greatest, uh, you know, um, self-development skills a CEO can develop is uh, meditation and intuition are the two skills to really develop. And I think that right now it's more important than ever to do that because there's no, you can't, we just don't know. There's so many unknowns. And so if we try and cling on to the world out there and to certainty, we will be, it's gonna, it's gonna be a rough roller coaster, right? So we have to get to some type of knowingness inside that's a stable place for us to grow from there. So for example, 
fans plan, right? So let's just take this with you. What's your why? What's your why with, with fans plan? Yeah, my why is that I want to, I want to actually help the world like bigger than just, uh, you know, the United States. I actually want to help the world because I see for me, it's that I've been blessed, right? Like it's uh, God has taken me and I've had some dreams and they've all come true. And so now it's about how do I turn around and how do I help people that are in a less, you know, fortunate position, right? And my dog is going crazy in the background right now. But the truth of the matter is, is that for me, my why has always been like in the, in the beginning of my why, like when I first started out on my journey, Aaron, it was always my family and, and those things. And, and those were important, you know, in the beginning. But then as I, as I got older and as I started realizing, man, there's so many more people in this world that need me. There's so many more people out there that like for, my, for me personally, like right now, ever since I launched Fans Plan, um, you know, it's like things have just been re being revealed to me, right? Like I've just started seeing, you know, kids in Uganda that don't have, you know, shoes, they don't have beds, they don't have uh, nothing really. And so it's like, for me, that is my why is, you know, how do I leave this planet better than I, than I came into? Because again, God has blessed me. He's given me so much. So now I just feel a huge calling in the fact of like, just being obedient, I guess, to him and the fact that like, he's going to work through me. I, like you said, I don't necessarily understand the how I'm going to, to help the world, right? And how I'm going to be able to help them financially. I do know that fans plan is like that, that part, that, right? That, that, that piece of it. But as far as like how everything really comes together, I don't know. Yeah. But I know that, you know, and I was speaking to another guest earlier today. He was a professional baseball player. And it was in, he spoke to this. He said, you know, you, you got to know who you are, mm -hmm. you know? And I think that's one thing for me is like, I, I know who I am. I know like, and a lot of people don't know who they are. A lot of people don't know like what they want out of life. Like I know that again, yeah, people see my name, they see, they see Jack Lee Matthews, but they don't understand that it's just God, right? It's a God thing. Really, it is for me. It's always been, actually, looking back in my life, like anything that could have took me out, it never took me out because God was there with me in those storms, in those trials. My dog is absolutely going crazy. Just I'm so really you know, I can't hear it terribly, but you can pause it if you want. And no, you're fine. It's on. just, it's just my the dog. Puppy onto the, onto the show. absolutely losing his mind, but it's okay. Um, he's just a dog. But okay. the show must go on. And the truth of the matter is, is that what I've just realized, Dr. Aaron, is that the story that we tell ourselves, right, is so important to our why. Like, I think so many people, they say, well, my why is to take care of my family. But the story that they tell themselves is like that they're not, they don't believe that they can take care of their family. Mm -hmm. Can you speak to that a little bit? Like whenever people, because I think a lot of people say, well, this is my why. And I think that it's like, and, agree, and everybody should have a why. I agree. But I think that sometimes, like, maybe our environment or our circumstances or just our own thoughts mm -hmm. and can really sabotage us and, and hold us back from even taking those, those first couple steps. So can you just speak to that? Sure. I think that what I heard you say was, I mean, you're very, a very convicted person is what I would um, consider. Like, you know who you are and you know your, you have a mission and I think that you're going to prevail no matter what happens because 
you know who you are and you know that you're embodying these principles of working for the highest good and working for God and making a difference no matter what, no matter what's going on in the world. And so you know who you are. And I think that for people out there, um, you spoke about limited beliefs. And so the primary work in becoming like, we all want to be the most empowered, most confident, successful, good looking, happy person, right? Because that's what we think is the kind of the, the mark that we're trying yep. to hit. Yep. And we have to recognize that, um, that how somebody gets there is different than what you think it is. People don't just wake up and go, I think I just am born a happy person and it's all going to go great. And, and I reached this place, right? And a lot of people that are even there, you don't even know what's going on. There could be people that have millions of dollars, look great, you know, all the things we think and be miserable inside. Yeah. So how we get there is really um, unveiling the, the suffering within, which unveils also the limiting beliefs. So the limited, I believe, we're doing two things in, in spirituality, which is the same whether you're religious or not religious or whatever, we're doing two primary things. We're releasing all the identities and limited beliefs that are false identities and limited beliefs. And then second thing we're doing is we're no longer placing our power out in the world, right? You're putting God first. So God first means that it's inside and that you don't look to the world for your source of love. You don't look to your source for money out there. You don't look to whatever. So you have an endless supply of innovation, of love, of acknowledgement, of everything else, because all within. Versus a lot of people are looking to the world, how do I find my purpose? How do I find that money? How do I find whatever? And you'll never find it out there. It's impossible. Yep. You might find it, but you might be miserable still. Right? Yeah, that's very true. Now, mm -hmm. one thing that I would say to that is, <clears throat> excuse me, is that a lot of people, like you said, they find, they find it, but they'll be unfulfilled, right? Or people will just be completely miserable, right? And I think a lot of people out there, um, whether they find success or whether they don't find success, they, they tend to just be a product of their environment. And can you speak to that? Can you speak to rising above your environment? Because, you know, like you said, um, you have to, you know, trust in God and put your trust in him and that he will work through you. Can you speak to that? Sure. I mean, look, there's heaven or hell right here on earth. You know, I'm not a believer that heaven's after, um, after we die. It is here. Everything's right here right now. So, you know, it's the, we have the choice to direct our mind to create harmony and bliss and, and have amazing relationships and, and all the above or we can invert it and create chaos and discord and have hell on earth, right? We're watching it right now. And you'll see that we're in a relative universe. We're always going to have heaven or hell. There's the most incredibly dark stuff going on on this planet. And there's incredible innovation and inventions and light going on on this planet. There will always be both. So I think for anybody out there, if you're miserable and you're thinking that your environment, if you just change your environment, you're going to be happy. That's the biggest lie. Everywhere you go, there you are. So it doesn't matter where you are, but today the job always is to get your mind right. Get your mind right, as they say, what right, but first seek the kingdom of God and then all things shall be added unto you. So it's really about going to that place and, and finding and getting your mind into the, the, the kingdom of righteousness and her, his righteousness is what they say. You can say whatever, but the point is, is that right mind is what is going to have you be able to pivot, be able to innovate, 
be able to have a good attitude no matter what, be able to, and then all of a sudden people won't actually hang out with you because they're like, he's not like complaining 24 seven and I don't want him to be around his energy anymore. And all of a sudden the same people are hanging out and then all of a sudden, oh, the phone rings and they want to do business with you because you're more fun to be around and you're, you're holding this energy and potential and it just naturally happens and goes out in all areas of your life and you can spiral up or you can spiral down. It's your choice and it doesn't matter of your environment. Yes, your environment absolutely matters, but you have the choice to put yourself in whatever environment you're in. Very, very, very good point. I think that one of the things that I saw, you know, early on for me personally speaking, um, because of some of the trauma that I went through, was that God wanted me to be a success more than I actually wanted to be successful. Mm. And I think that a lot of people, uh, maybe they, you know, life knocks them down, gets them dirty, and then they feel, well, God can't use me. And I think that, can you speak to that? Because can you speak to the type of people that God uses just in case people forget? <laughs> well, look, I, I don't put God outside and, and I don't want to offend anybody, but I don't put God as a man either because it's confusing sometimes to some people. Some people love that and some people don't love that. But for me, I can speak to myself in that there's a part of ourselves that if, if any, even just the potential of what I see as the potential of what I'd want for myself or what I couldn't be, is even in perceiving that potential, that is the potential for myself. So there's no way you can't, it's the same side of the same coin. You can't, you can't, have one thing without the other, it's impossible. I just remember, I remember being 20, how old was I? It was after my son was, my son was like two. I was waiting table, so I was about 25, 24, 25. I couldn't even put food on the table. I had to go to the thrift store for like his clothes. And one week I remember I could barely even buy groceries other than like some top ramen and some really terrible food. And, but I knew, I knew, that, that that even by me perceiving that I desired something, that that was my destiny because otherwise it, it wouldn't have been put in my heart. That's true. That's true. You know, that that is actually a really good point. I think a lot of times, um, you know, I spoke to this a little bit earlier as obedience, you know, like one of the things that's kind of set, people always ask me like, you know, Jack, what is your biggest secret, you know, to your success? And I think my biggest secret is my obedience to God is like the ability to hear him say, you know what, like do this. And then I don't never understand most of the time, actually all the time, God is always, for whatever reason, he likes to give me requests that I feel are like way out there. Right. And uh -huh. it's like, and, and, and for whatever reason, I just have to trust him. Right. Because I've seen him move in my life so many times that now I know that he will move. And I think that's the thing is that there's so many people out there. Maybe they haven't had God move in that way. Can you speak to somebody that maybe, maybe that's everything's going wrong. Maybe just everything's going wrong and they just feel completely stuck and paralyzed and just overwhelmed by their current situation. And I think a lot of people are feeling that because can you speak to that and speak to like the, the being sensitive? Like, I think that's also something that is, is, is a good trait. Like one of the things about me, it's like, I'm a Leo. I'm, I'm like really sensitive. I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm really either high or really low, but I, I, I feel things. And I think that that is important. Like, I think so many times people are like, well, my life sucks and I just don't want to feel it. Can you, can you talk to people about like, 
wherever you're currently at on your journey, that there is a plan for you. There's definitely a plan. There's no question. And it's different than what, it's not that you don't have free will. It's that I remember when I had my stillborn son at 22 years old, full term, and it was one of the hardest things, of course, you could ever go through. And I was in the mortician's house, you know, looking at his body and thinking, how could God be so cool? If there's a God, how could God be so cool? And if, and the thing is, is that we don't, you know, hindsight's 2020. You know, looking back now today, whatever, 27 years later, yeah. um, that was the biggest blessing of my life. Because that incident is the incident that had me commit to my own journey of doing my self-development and spiritual and, and divine God work, if you will. And so there's a plan in that no matter how far down you go in the valley, you will equally go up in the mountain. You cannot have one without the other. It's impossible. And can you speak to like, because um, also another thing that I believe, and I think that you're the same way, um, I, you know, I gathered this from all the years I've been following you, is that you know, I wake up every day thinking that, listen, there's, this world is supernatural. And, and the God that we serve, he is supernatural, and he performs supernatural miracles. Can you talk to the people about you know, miracle mindset and just, you know, believing that, that God is still in control and that God has your best interests. Yes, 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 my favorite topic. You know, 99.999% of, of cells have empty space. And we see out here and we think this whole thing is what's really going on if we just linearly move everything. And it's what 98% they say that it's our subconscious work just doing stuff. Yeah. So where in there lies free will, the miracles, and all that above? And the truth is that our only job is to get out of the way. It's really our job is to let, let God, let, let go, let God, let whatever you want to call it. It doesn't matter to me. Can you repeat that one more time? We got to get out of the way. That's the only job we have is to release the limited beliefs, release the fear, release that suffering and get out of the way and allow what is, what is really truly streaming through. That is our only job. That is really good. I think that so many times in our life, we try to, we try to rely on our own understanding. And I know that, I know that you know what I'm talking about because we're just humans. You mm -hmm. know, we try to try to do everything ourselves. And I think that's also something that people, you know, I'm just drawing on some things here to ask you because people always ask me like, you know, what's been the keys? And that is the keys is the, is the ability to understand that God is right there in the midst of it all with you, each step that you're taking. But that's faith, right? Like, and most people don't understand what faith is. They think it's, it's being delusional or something. Yeah. Faith is understanding that whatever you truly desire at a core value of growth not manifesting some next material stuff, but of growth. Like if, if I go, okay, Jack's like, okay, I, I would like to have that million dollars or whatever, but Jack goes, you know what? Actually, what I really want is I want to become the, the most pure man of God. I want to become somebody that is so loving and I want to be somebody that gives back to, to life. And let's just pretend that fan plan was taken out or something like that. Something happened in business or whatever. If Jack lives in full faith, Jack will know 
there's something even bigger that, that is supposed to come up, right? He doesn't even stop for a minute. He's like, this is a plan. Great. Let's do this thing because God knows there's something even bigger than this or whatever. Maybe I just use an example. Sure. And the point is that when you live in faith, you recognize that life is working for you and not against you. Mm. So it's always looking like, well, how is this pandemic actually helping me and the yeah. culture and the world and everything else? And you can also look at it like, poor me, and why is this so hard? And why does it suck so bad? And, and you can make a case for both sides. Exactly. But guess what? When you make a case that's for you, you grow and you pivot and you learn and you expand. And if you're to the opposite and you look at the pandemic is poor me and I'm a victim and nothing, then you just spiral down and you get smaller and smaller and smaller. So the question to ask yourself is your mindset, are the things you're doing, are you, are you expanding in your life or are you diminishing and suppressing and getting smaller? And that's really the indicator, right? You know, when you wake up and you do whatever you do to obey, to discipline, to get connected, whatever, do you feel expanded or do you feel smaller? In relationship, it's simple. People either bring you up or they bring you down. Does your life get better? Does it expand? Or does it get more dysfunctional and smaller and you get to like, all you hang out is with one, one partner and every, everybody goes away, you don't talk to anybody and you, you start getting dysfunctional arguments and you know you stop making money because you can't even function because you're so upset from the fight you had last night. You know, yep. So you're either going up or you're going down, period. You're expanding or contracting, period. I love that. You know, I'm really big into that because I do believe that everything is either a plus or a minus. You know, I really believe that. I, I think that's a very good point because I think a lot of people, they, they think that it's just, it can't be that simple. Can you speak to that? Because it, it, I think that that's one thing that I've kind of learned that is like, it is like that. You know, I had a mentor that um, was a great um, he understood how we're co-creating, right? We're co-creating with God, if you will, in that our job is to get real clear. That's our job is to really open up to the love of what we are, right? So the minute that we put a positive or negative meaning on anything, we instantaneously get a positive or negative experience out of it. Yeah. And so we have to recognize and start bringing it back to the basics. And I think that that's the beauty of what's happening right now with the pandemic is that it demands us to get back to the basics. Life was a little crazy, you know, it's sure. a little hectic, sure. a little insane. And that's way, that's the way of, of life saying, you know what, you guys need a timeout and you need to get back to the basics. Yeah. You know, I agree. I agree. We've gotten away from the, the things that really matter. You know, that was one thing that for me that the pandemic did is it just put everything you, you hit on it. As soon as we got on the call, it was that put everything in pri your priorities, you know, yeah. put everything for me. It instantly put my, you know, I was like, well, I don't have, a plan, <laughs> you know, like, like, you know, I got to figure something out here, you know, and it's like, I think that's the thing. It's like always knowing, just, just always knowing that, Hey, listen, like always put your best foot forward as well. Like some people that I've kind of seen is like a lot of people, they're afraid to put their best foot forward. They're afraid to like step out. And, and like you said, just, just have faith, you know? Well, faith, a lot of people don't know faith they've never touched on faith and they don't know that so you can't really teach somebody faith you know what i mean it's faith is like something you have to kind of experience i but agree you, you but you can kind of back up science like bottom line like obviously we know if we focus on the positive versus the negative you're it's going to expand what you focus on you know if you focus on the negative that's going to expand so i think for a lot of people we need to bring it back to the basics even when we're teaching this stuff because um you can't teach faith mm. 
it is a relationship that it happens miraculously in your heart that you cannot deny. I love that. And also, you know, that was one thing as well for me, you know, growing up is like on my best day, I'm filthy rags and God has used me. Right. And because of that, uh, in, in the beginning of my, you know, when I first said, Hey, I want to be successful, right. Like coming out of like where I was at and then transitioning into that, everybody's like, eh, this is never going to work. Right. And then, but me knowing like, Hey, that I, I don't have to see the whole staircase. I don't even have to, I just have to trust God. I just have to That's trust right. God and, and put my, put my trust in him and he'll provide the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As they say, it's like, it's like driving along a road, a really foggy road. And, you know, all you can see is three feet in front of the car. That's really enough. You can see if you're, you know, going to go off the ledge or not, but you just go a little slower and you trudge forward. And that's the way life works. We wouldn't want it any other way. Imagine that you knew everything. Imagine that you knew exactly where you're going, exactly what you should do. It would be boring. This is a fun, amazing, dynamic game, a mystery, a game of mystery. And we have to master our mind, but we don't know where it's going. We don't, we don't do that. We just take the next inspired action. That's all we do. Mm, so good. I guess one of the final questions for you, Dr. Aaron, is if, if people are, if, they, if they're out there right now and they're in their house and they're, and they're, and they just don't know, they just don't know, like, as far as like, you know, they, they hear all this and they say, come on, you guys, you guys are just blowing a bunch of smoke, right? Like, to those people out there that are still questioning if this is real, mm-hmm. what would you say to them? I would say, I would not say anything. I think, uh, I think that people learn by, they don't learn until they're ready to learn. Mm. So if they're, if it's not calling them, then have at it. Nice. Do your thing. You know, it's gonna, it, 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 we usually learn when we hit our bottom, you know what I mean? When we have to surrender. So have at it stay in your house, watch some Netflix, drink some booze, hang out, don't do anything, get more and more and more depressed. And you know, you'll hit your low and you'll be ready. You'll be ready when you're ready. Awesome. So let's say that they're ready. Let's say that they're ready. Where can they go connect with Dr. Aronette? Yeah. What I would recommend is to consume as much truth as possible. So whether that be you find like my podcast or free book and guide, or whether that's another teacher or whatever that is, I recommend consuming as much as possible, only putting into your field truth and expanding concepts and community and teachings and everything. And it is just, if you do that, it is destiny that your life is going to get better and better and better. It's just like if you were to go to to the kitchen and all you do is eat more and more and more and more junk food, you're gonna feel more and more and more like crap. I mean, I'm all about a little bit of junk in our lives, you know? But if you start eating, you know, incredible food with great nutrients, you're going to start to feel better. You know, it's just kind of, it's not like, it's, it's just life. Like, and so it's the same with what you consume. Are you sitting around complaining? Are you watching fear news? Are you getting into the conspiracy theories that are doing nothing because you're not able to do anything? It's just freaking you out. Like you've got to get your mind right. And that starts by what you're consuming mm. in your life. So good. You know, that, that is a very important thing is like, if you put junk in, you're going to get junked out. So yep. make sure, you know, if you can hear this podcast, make sure that you're putting good information in. Make sure that you're connecting with people like Dr. Aaron. Make sure that you're, you know, believing in your power, believing in also that there's supernaturally you're connected to the divine and that he's got your back and that he'll protect you through these times. 
um, Dr. Aaron, thank you for your time. Thank you for coming on the show. And uh, we hope that you just have a great, uh, great rest of the day. Well, I'm just praying and knowing the truth for fan plan and know that you, that your heart is pure. And so it's only success for you. There's nothing but success. It's done. It's done in the one divine mind. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. It really means a lot coming from you. You know, you know, people don't probably don't know this, but, uh, you know, I was following Dr. Aaron for, I guess it's back to 2015, all the way back to Periscope. And it's like, you know, that's, that's where I actually found oh you. Oh my God. Are you kidding and me? That's hilarious. You both were big on Periscope back in the day. That's and hilarious. Like, I was like, oh, and then, and then because of what you spoke and you speaking the truth, even back then in 2015, you know, your message is still true to this day. And uh, that's why I wanted to bring you on, but thank you for your time. Same, same. Mm-hmm. Have a great day. Hey, you too. I'm going to